she's like, don't worry. It's fine. It's good. It's all in your head. But no, like truly, it is all in your head. No, We're basically an old married couple at this yeah. point. Like quarantined together in a two-bedroom apartment. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey guys, it's your host, Emma Dassam, here with our first episode of Before, Before We, we Make, Make It. it. Woo. My name is Emma. I am, <laughs> I am a senior at Texas A&M University, majoring in communications, minoring in business if you care, and I am also freelance writer for Cosmo, also editor-in-chief of a magazine that's student-run, and I'll hand it over to you. Thanks, Emma. I feel like I'm on a radio show, honestly. I'm Dasam. Y'all know me from Radically Honest Podcast. I started my YouTube channel in January, which has always been a little side project of mine. And I'm moving to New York City next year to be a tech consultant. I'm a supply chain management major, Spanish minor, and I'm a lifestyle editor for the same student-run magazine. Beautiful. You're welcome. Um, so honestly, we are up and it's like four in the morning. We literally don't know why we're still up. This actually makes no sense. We're down <laughs> to have a real conversation. No, with we're so down. Like we're so down. We're so excited. Yeah. You know, we started off the night stressed out as heck because I had a four-page paper due that I hadn't even started. And Dasam had... An episode that took episodes. me 8 million years to edit. Yeah, and we were both stressing out, and somehow it ended up like turning into this. Again, it's 4 in the morning. We're sitting here in our living room, living it up, and we're going to talk today about comparison. Yes, but before we get into that, let me just say, Before We Make It is going to be this conversational, really chill podcast where we're going to talk about our transitional journey from college to adulthood. Emma's laughing right now because I'm putting on my <laughs> podcast voice, but I'm trying my best to be mellow, guys. I mean- I just never heard your voice so mellow before. Like, just, this is like, honestly, a natural, like, we're- Hi, guys. Welcome to our Before We Make It podcast. Like, we're guys, it's because it's late. I haven't slept this late in so long, but we're here to chase our dreams this is together. Last weekend, we're here but... to empower females <laughs> in this community that we are building online. What does comparison do to you? Stop. <laughs> no, I just never heard your voice like this. It's because, guys, honestly, like Dasam, Dasam, no. When I first went to Dasam, like her voice was literally like as high as like could possibly be. And over the over time that we've like become friends, it's lowered gradually and it's grown very, very mellow. And it's like, right now it's like this. Like right now we're just going through our journey. ASMR? Yeah, but today we were sitting in the coffee shop. We started talking about comparison and how obviously like through social media, it's really, really, really easy to compare yourself to other people that you see. Obviously you don't know that person or maybe you do, but a lot of times we're kind of just like scrolling through our feed or we see a picture of someone tagged in someone else's picture. And then we start, I guess like subconsciously stalking them. You know, we don't yeah. really think like, we're not thinking at the forefront of our minds, like, okay, ready to FBI stop. Agent stop time. Ready. Yeah. Like, but we end up going through their pictures. We definitely do it. And I've talked to like all of our friends yeah. about this. Like it's a thing. And so it's hard because you have it right at the tips of your fingers. You can literally like, find out anything you want about someone and it's like right there but obviously like social media is a highlight reel yeah and so and so we were just talking about how you compare yourself to these people that you don't even know but it's all based on this 
conjured up version of themselves that's like mm-hmm. literally they're choosing to like put out the best parts of themselves yeah. so like for all you know like they could literally be the complete opposite of what they seem yeah. like and we were talking about like whether this can be like a good thing or a bad thing how this affects us internally how we can possibly change this how to not like compare ourselves against other yeah. people so much I- let me just say really quick that also this is like Emma's thing, guys. Like anytime mm-hmm. she wants to say something like in a meeting or something, she'll be like, really? Super, 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 super quick. <laughs> so a funny side note. The thing is, is when we look at other girls' photos or other girls' grids and we think all these positive bubbly things about them, whether like, wow, they seem so extroverted. Wow, they have a really fun friend group. Wow, their outfits are just so on trend, so vintage, so different. We imagine other people thinking those same things about them especially guys because Mm. we want to be attractive we wish other people would think about us in that light and guys i'm not gonna lie i'm such a linkedin nerd and the post said that insecurity really stems from you seeking the approval of others i don't know if you can relate but i want people to have high expectations of me so that i can meet them Mm -hmm. but i'm always a little worried that i will fall short especially after someone meets me after like seeing the highlight reel that I've very carefully created for myself on Instagram, like all of us do, Mm -hmm. and then disappointing them or them thinking I'm boring or them thinking I'm lesser than, than what they expected. Like that is a fear. And I feel like that fear makes me directly compare myself Mm -hmm. to so many other girls because I'm like, wow, like what I fall short in, I'm sure that girl could compensate for Mm -hmm. or that girl could meet like the standard for Mm -hmm. so have you ever felt that way yeah all the time honestly like you can never be her but she can also never be you Mm -hmm. so like despite this image that you have of someone else that you see on social media like it actually number one it's most likely actually 100% definitely not accurate at all because again like it's a highlight reel people are literally putting out the best looking moments of their life looking back I'm like wow I could see how someone else could like look at this and think she lives this kind of like she has this kind of friends like she is this type of person when in reality like I'm probably the opposite of like what they deem me to be based on their view of me on social media yeah and the crazy thing is is that we all want to be put on a pedestal by other people so badly yeah that don't actually give a crap like yeah people people don't don't care like people care more about like their own yeah, that's the thing. Like no one is thinking about whether your Instagram story that you just posted at 2 30 AM <laughs> and singing is weird because they're concerned about their last post or their yeah. last Instagram story, etc. Yeah. We crave approval so much to the point where even if what they think of us is fake mm-hmm. or not true to who we are, like as long as it's positive. We will accept it. Like, we will take Mm -hmm. it. Let's say I'm not a 4.0 student. Guys, I'm definitely not a (laughs) 4.0 student. Like, if someone says, wow, like, just saw him, like, you seem like a 4.0 student, like, you're so smart or whatever. Like, rather than be like, no, I'm not, I'll be like, I'll I'll take the compliment. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of thing. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, super random, dude. Like, honestly, kind of cringy. But from Perks of Being a Wallflower, we accept accept (laughs) what we think we deserve. So, like, anytime someone compliments me on, like, social media, like, if it's someone randomly like responding to my story or like just any sort of like comment on my picture obviously you get like serotonin yeah yeah. serotonin when like you get a ton of likes immediately on a picture that you really like of yourself for example it's it's annoying because it's like you literally depend on like that serotonin high of people commenting on your picture liking your picture like 
you getting that approval from others. And if you don't get enough, you wonder like, what did you do wrong? You know, I heard this guy say, actually, no, it was from social dilemma. Mm Emma and I like watched it again, one of our late nights, but the guy said, social media gives us this temporary satisfaction Mm -hmm. of superficial social status Mm -hmm. that is constantly needing to be elevated every single time we post because we need to keep getting more likes, more followers, more attention. My point is that you're completely right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My point is that you're actually right about everything. Yeah, you're completely right. You're a magician, you know everything. Yeah. No, no, no. But a comparison at the root of it, it's the idea that you can be at the center of attention, be viewed as if they're a looking glass. Someone else can be floored by awe by you just mm-hmm. by looking at all of your flaws and faults. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of us are painfully or tragically aware of how many shortcomings we have. Mm-hmm. And it makes us like wish we were other people. We don't see people's Instagram profiles through a looking glass. Like we don't see like their day-to-day lives Mm -hmm. and maybe like little, little insecurities that they may have. Like we would never see, obviously they're a visual of someone's profile, Mm -hmm. but we see our profile and then we also see our reality. And then we realize how much disparity there is in between. And it makes us feel so vulnerable because no one sees that online. Mm-hmm. It gives us this sense, like this false sense of self almost. Yeah. When we get these like compliments from random people, oftentimes, like just people randomly commenting, randomly messaging us, like whatever it is, it makes us feel as though like we do have this like superficial popularity, superficial status. Is that yeah, like exactly. what he said in social dilemma? And it's like, it's honestly manipulating. Like it's so, it's so crazy to think that like, you for at least like a few minutes, like for 10 minutes, whatever, when you first post like your most recent post, whatever, you get these comments, you get these messages, you get this validation to whatever it is that you posted. Suddenly you think that like that is the truth about you. It may very well be like, you may very well be well, all the things that people don't say. But the thing is, is like, well, no, like if someone says like, you're pretty, like you look amazing, like, oh, whatever, see, yeah. you take that and you like start to believe it for that like short amount of time. But then when you don't get comments that say that thing, like let's say you don't get as many comments at all, period. They're not telling you that you look like beautiful. They're not telling you you look pretty. Like you kind of start to think like, okay, well, what did, like, what was it that I did wrong this time? Like what? And it's all subconscious. Mm -hmm. Like you're not thinking this at the forefront of your mind. Like, oh my God, this person didn't say I look pretty in this picture, but they said I look pretty in that picture. Yeah. It's, it's like your subconscious speaking for you Mm and thinking thoughts that you wouldn't want to think because obviously they're counterproductive. Usually they're illogical. Usually they're hypothetical. It's like, what if, why if, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. A lot of it doesn't even make any sense at all to anyone who would say it out loud to a commonsensical being, Mm -hmm. but it's that second voice in our heads. And the other thing that Emma and I were talking about is how when you want to impress someone, Mm. sometimes you chase things that they are very interested in because Mm. you want to become proficient in that to the point where you are equally as attractive as you find the other person. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're developing, when you're transitioning from college to early adulthood, you're trying to discover your identity or sense of self and some sort of passion, etc. What was that thing that you... uh, Oh my god. I was talking about. I hate the faces that you're making right now. 
Because <laughs> um, so, I know, guys. Okay, no, no, okay. I definitely know I am not the only one that has felt this before. And if anyone thinks they are alone in this situation, like, trust me, you literally aren't because it's just a thing, okay? It has to be a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. That's okay. Basically, I've experienced this in multiple different situations, like, actually so many times, where <laughs> I'm really interested. Actually? No, like, I'm really – and this is going to sound so bad. Like, honestly, I kind of don't want to expose myself, but – Do it. I'll just sugarcoat it, and oh my god, one of our Polaroids just fell for like Guys, the 15 we time. literally yeah. decorated our fridge. Okay, honestly, <laughs> I feel like we did this every semester or something, like it was a tradition. No, we just started. This we semester. just started. Emma has been buying all sorts of different types of tape. <laughs> Double-sided tape. Double-sided tape, like <laughs> one-sided tape, like doing all of these crazy things make our fridge door look aesthetically pleasing with the polaroids that we have accumulated for senior year memories and they keep falling it's truly tragic yeah one of them just fell it's after honestly that same one like i think it's a sign that one shouldn't be there like <laughs> no it's that literal one like that one has fallen like seven times i have experienced this in the past multiple times where I will meet a boy that I find She's getting so nervous. I find very interesting. And you know, like many girls, you go on his Instagram and you look around a little bit, you kinda of vet him. Window shop. <laughs> You're gonna just like, okay, like who are you? What are you about? Like you know, what other reasons do I have to like you? Like, whatever. It, it's dumb. I I don't love doing it, but it's kind of just this like habit that I've already taken up where I just kind of am used to doing that. Trying to do it less, you know, but it happens. And so you're through, human. I'm human, you know, what can I say? So I look through, you know, their social media as like lots of girls do. Some girls prefer LinkedIn. Some girls prefer <laughs> some girls prefer dogs. Just almost literally like vetted a guy that I liked on LinkedIn. And she's like, you know what? He has a good LinkedIn. So it's good. I'm sorry guys. Um, so it's the only like real way to know if he's no, legit. I totally agree. Like, honestly, there are some guys that I looked up on LinkedIn that like literally didn't even have a profile picture. Wow. Yeah. So I do look through their stuff. And when I do that, I'm like seeing all these amazing pictures of like things that they've done, places they've been. Immediately, I am just feeling horrible about myself because I, at least like in one example um, that I can give, I really, really, really liked this guy. This is like a year ago. Too much info. Too much info, guys. Like honestly, he, you know, it looked like he had traveled all these places, right? Oh my God. I've literally been like to one other country. Um, I haven't done as much as like he's done. I always thought that travel was like way too big for me to do. Like I, I just never really gave it much thought. I always thought it was just so impossible. And so seeing that he made it to it was to where it was this like super duper feasible thing, like traveling all the time, multiple times a year, going to all these crazy places that I had never thought to go to. I was half inspired but also half intimidated because all I could think was that there was another girl out there who was more well versed in traveling and super passionate about it super knowledgeable about it was always going to be doing it for like the rest of her life because that was like one of her passions you know just like it seemed to be one of his Hmm. and so yeah I, I I wanted to be the kind of girl that I thought he would like based off of what his social media said about him which there's so many problems in that statement. It's like literally like you can break it up into fragments and identify the lies of each part of that sentence. But like the biggest thing was that I actually didn't know who he was on a really, really personal level. Like, you know, we barely spoke. Like, yeah, obviously didn't work out, but I did learn a lot from that experience. And like, even though at the time, like I didn't have 
you know, any sort of clue what I was doing with that whole situation. Like I didn't have all the same passions that I thought I needed to, to like, quote unquote, impress him, even though he actually didn't pay any attention at all. I've learned a lot that I do want to travel. Like I actually do want to be more open minded about new things that I can try new places that I can go. In that respect, like I think sometimes it can be a good thing because even if that person has absolutely no idea that they are impacting your life in a even in a small way, they are and you can like accept that and take Mm -hmm. it and run with it even if it's like through a very unconventional way. So like, super unconventional that like, I liked this guy and I decided in my head that he was a traveler tried to be someone who was interested, <laughs> tried to be someone who was interested in that. Um, and even though I had never really been before, but then I was like, okay, yeah, actually I am kind of interested in travel. And like, yeah. even though the guy and I didn't work out at all, like now I know that I really do want to go to all these places and I really mm. do want to open my mind to new experiences. I'm glad it happened. No, I love that because comparison can be a tool sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that I realized today is that comparison is not only the thief joy it's a thief of you realizing your own potential because you're suppressing your light because you think that you're already lesser than like you've already disqualified yourself for the race in a way and you put someone else on top winning first place that gold medal and you're saying like i'm last place and so because of that you put yourself in a place where you can't even explore whatever it is that you're trying to become But you could use that as a tool when you get excited about something simply because someone you find attractive is also excited about it and then you find yourself in it. Mm -hmm. But guys, if it's not for you, like if it's something that doesn't interest you at all authentically at your very core, then you're going to find out very quick because your interest is going to die like that. I just snapped. I totally understand, Emma. Like I had the same experience with this guy that I was trying to impress by being an artsier, more creative version of myself. But the thing is, like, I am artsy. I am creative in my own respect, and I need to own it. And y'all need to own it too because you can never be anyone else, like Emma said before, but you can be the best version of yourself. And that's the only way you're going to impress anyone by being authentic because no one is going to fall for a carbon copy of someone else, not see right through you trying to fake a personality, a mm-hmm. characteristic, a mm-hmm. skill set even that you don't actually have, yeah. especially if you're trying to build an authentic relationship yeah. with a person. Growing up as a kid, going to camp and seeing the counselors that worked there, like the older girls, they would have these like amazing like girl counselors and they were super duper like extroverted, super hyper, like always getting everybody really uplifted and excited and everything. It was cool, you know, but I already knew that that wasn't my personality to be like that. You know, I'm not an introvert necessarily, but I definitely am not going to be jumping on a stage naturally. And like, you know, that's fine. That doesn't say anything negative about me. It's just not who I am. So I remember thinking that I was less than because I wasn't one of these girls and I wasn't um, naturally extroverted like that. It took a while for me to realize that like, number one, I don't have to try and like pretend to be somebody I'm not because like, Obviously, he's going to see right through that, like if I were to pretend to be that person. And more important, honestly, I would be really, really miserable trying to like pretend to be someone that I wasn't because that's not who I am. Like I am a little more mellow, which is like cool. Like I wish sometimes that I could be like that, but I'm genuinely just not. And like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. There are so many different personality traits that people have. Every single one is great in their own way. 
Emma, you're extrovert in your own right. There's levels of extrovert, extroversion. There's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not like a hundred if that's like the very top measure for it, mm-hmm. but you're also not zero. Like you're in the middle. Yeah. And you click with different people. And that's the thing. There's a huge mm. compatibility aspect to what kind of personality trait is brought up to the surface for you. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think some people bring out extroverted sides of you. Some yeah. people bring out introverted sides of you. And mm-hmm. none of those are bad. So yeah. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, I agree. Like, I think that it really does depend, like, who you're around. Like, obviously, when we're around each other and, like, yeah. all night leading up to this, like, we were energe- – I-, I was energetic. I was, like, dancing <laughs> while she was washing the dishes. Yeah. I was so confused. She was, like, moonwalking. Like, she was showing me funny videos. I was just trying to do my work. It was, like, 2 a.m. Yeah, it really does depend on, like, how comfortable you are with the person, like, who that person is – also like your own mood like things that if you feel accomplished like for personally like if I feel really accomplished I am like extremely happy like if I'm proud of myself I'm at my happiest because I I accomplished something and that's like the best feeling ever it does depend and I do think that everyone can be those certain traits in their own way and like you're totally right about that but I sometimes wonder I'm like okay does this mean like because for example like with the whole travel thing it was almost like a challenging effect on me because I knew that I should be more open-minded I've always wanted to be more open-minded in general um I just never really like given much time to like think about how I could tangibly do that and so in that instance like it literally challenged me to be that and I'm happy and grateful for it because like we're going to island we're going to Ireland. It's going to happen. Like there's literally no one, like no one can say anything about it. Online school guys. Yeah. <laughs> Analyzing traits that other people have, even if at the beginning it is maybe not the best intentions, like it's not intended for your own betterment. It's intended <laughs> to impress another person. Yeah. Like it could potentially turn. It could potentially turn into something that you genuinely are passionate about and you find Mm -hmm. that you love and can actually do. Yeah. And let me just say in the realm of dating, I think it's so important to realize that yes, you want them to like you. Like that's like the first thought. Anytime you go on a date, you're like, do Mm -hmm. they like me? Am I funny enough? Am I cool enough? Am I interesting enough? But the other question that people should be asking more of is do I like them? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times where we don't not only compare like our personality traits, our looks, physical things, etc, accomplishments, but we also compare our friend groups, our families, etc, like dynamics. Why would you ever want to be with someone that isn't compatible with your loved ones? Honestly, Mm -hmm. and I think in the dating space, it's so easy to compare yourself because you want to attract like every guy basically which is totally impossible (laughs) like every relationship is based completely on chemistry between one person and you if you take something that's interesting and positive about someone else you apply to your own life and eventually you lose yourself in the pursuit of something interesting and exciting Mm. for you that's okay no one can define who you are Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. like I just want you to get this visual of like a painting of dots or something maybe all the red dots represent creativity and there's like an overflow of them and that's simply because you decided to invest that time into those passions like reading writing graphic design painting singing you feed negativity every day and insecurity or you feed like negative self-talk then that's just gonna grow day after day you're only gonna become a smaller shelled up version of yourself over time Mm -hmm. but if you feed confidence if you feed your writing abilities if you feed your public speech abilities whatever you love if you feed your competitive mindset every single day then you will grow in those things and that will become who you are 
Yeah, honestly, that's so, so good. Because like, I mean, and you've definitely felt this too. Obviously, like we've talked about this. When you spend time doing the things that you're passionate about, you immediately get a boost of self-confidence. Because you yeah. already know that like, even if someone looks at like what you're doing and like can do it like 10 times, quote unquote, better, you are so happy in the moment that you are doing that thing that no one can take that away from you. Like, no one can take away the moments when I'm like writing in my journal and I'm super duper about it. Like I'm I'm in my own little world. No one really like is bothering me. I'm just doing my thing and I feel so good. And if I'm dancing really badly to like whatever music I'm listening to, I really don't care if it looks bad because I'm having the best time ever. And like, <laughs> that's the thing with anything that you do that you're passionate about. No one can say anything about it that's going to take away how special it is to you. This could be literally with anything, like yeah. even reading, you know, something like super chill. It's such a special thing to have passions and to invest time into them because the more and more you do those things, obviously, especially if it's something that you want to like improve upon, like painting, graphic design, like you were saying, the more and more you invest into that, the more you get better at it, the more you have a confidence in yourself that you've like come all this way, that you've worked harder to improve at something, that you've spent the time diligently doing something and making yourself better, even if it's something that can be placed against someone else who's been doing that for a long time. Like you kind of already know for yourself, like, okay, even if someone thinks that another person's work is better, they can never be mine. They can yeah. never be me. They can never do exactly what I did. Just like I can't do what they did. You are your own person. You are your own beautiful, incredible person with like so many different little things that make you you. And it sounds, it sounds so cheesy. Like it really, really does. I think that that's something that we forget sometimes and we oversimplify mm. the complexities that it takes to be a person and to love a person. Yeah. And like, look at literally every single thing about you, not even physical, but the things that you like, the foods, the drinks, mm. the stores you like to go to, the movies you like to watch, the books you like to read, the ways that you like to plan your weeks, the ways mm. that you do your homework, the places you like to study. All those little things add up to this individual person Mm -hmm. and no one can replicate it like yeah. even if they tried so hard just like if you tried so hard to be the artsy type you can never actually be that one individual person exactly you know? there's only one truth like that's why it's called truth because it's black and white there's a lie there's a truth there's mm -hmm. fact there's opinion you are the only one that could define your truth and no matter what anyone says or thinks guys it's all opinions it's all not factually mm -hmm. based it can't be proven mm -hmm. and the thing that is so futile about comparison is that you are comparing yourself to someone who went through a journey to get where there are body positivity is something I know a lot of women struggle with and I struggle with it all the time. When I'm looking at this girl who has a six pack, perfect abs, like perfectly sculpted thighs or whatever, like it's so easy for me to compare myself and be like, wow, like I am so little in comparison. But think about where I am in my fitness journey and where she is. Like she probably worked her butt off in the gym for hours a day, like weeks at a time, like for months and years maybe. And I'm at the very beginning, like I haven't even gotten... <laughs> <laughs> good stamina and running yet like in the mornings or something like that comparison is so irrational in that sense if there's something you want to improve on simply because you admired another person don't let envy consume you and 
put you deeper into this shell of like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try, mm-hmm. like let it encourage and motivate the heck out of you so that you will actually start the journey guys. Because once you start, that's when you begin to grow. If I never get in the gym, I'm never even going to get close to that six pack. But the thing is like, that is not doing myself any favors. It's not doing my potential to be a fitness boss, babe, any justice at all. And as you grow, you'll get better. Like Emma said, whatever she writes now is not going to be as good as let's say an editor at Vogue. But that's because she's at the beginning of her journey. That Vogue editor is at the end of her journey, maybe middle of her journey, whatever. So stop comparing yourself to people that have way more experience and time in whatever you're envying than you and start focusing on your own journey for every little thing. I I totally agree with like literally everything you said. And I feel like I said that five times already. I think that it's a little different when you're comparing yourself to someone your age too. Yeah. Like with that, that's a little bit harder. And I mean, that kind of like touches back to like everything we were saying before. Like no one can ever be you and you can never be them fixing that like tangibly How could we, how could we legitimately not do that anymore? Okay. Well, it's so much easier said than done, Mm -hmm. but I will say it all starts with literal, like verbal affirmations and written affirmations. And a lot of people may think it's so trivial, Mm -hmm. but genuinely putting pen to paper and putting down, like, these are the things I love about myself. These are the things I'm going to improve and actually creating a plan to improve those things will get you somewhere. Yeah. So the first step is honestly to change your mindset. Like if you think it's wasted of time obviously you're not even going to put half the effort you could Mm. but if you know that it's going to transform your life from day one as long as you keep up with it i'm going to start journaling tomorrow morning you know Mm -hmm. yeah honestly i do want to like talk super quick about something that i normally do (laughs) super quick something that i do when i just need to like feel like myself again and get back into who i truly am and who i truly feel good about being in situations where maybe i was like sad about something with like, I don't know, a friend or a past relationship, whatever it was, I'd feel very like out of sorts Mm -hmm. and just like a mess, like not myself. My room is a mess. My brain is a mess. Everything's a mess Mm. and it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't help you actually get anything done. It's bad for your heart and soul, yada, yada. And so I will implement this routine into my life. Like as soon as I wake up the very next day, like sometimes I think you do need to kind of revel in, not even revel, but just like accept that you're having a crappy moment. Like accept that you are down in the dumps, like you're stuck comparing yourself to other people that are in other situations in life. You need to cry it out. You need to talk it out. Like accept it first. But it's temporary. But it's temporary. Like, that's the thing. It is temporary. And, like, a lot of times that this has happened to me, I will kind of accept it. I'll live in the moment. I will feel what I need to feel because I know that if I push it away, it's going to come back stronger. And then I'll wake up the next morning and I'll do everything that I love doing. So my favorite thing to do is, like, water the plants. Like, go around the entire apartment and water all of the plants (laughs) that I need to water. Replace replace the water in our flower vases. Do all of those little things. Make myself coffee. Just like the process of slowly getting my life together in the mornings especially I think is so important. Mm -hmm. And then I will go to like my desk and I'll start journaling. I'll put on my favorite music that makes Mm. me feel really, really good. Even if nobody likes that music, I love that I love that music. Bro, what are you talking about? Everyone loves your music. Thank you. Um, I, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it gets too Christmassy. <laughs> She's talking about jazz, like jazz gets too Christmassy, but like there, you know, I, I think that In you, summer. I think that you sometimes need to identify and appreciate that you like the things that you like and, and take that as something that's so special about you. 
Yeah. Like, for example, like, I don't know, I know that you personally like, like, a lot of little, like, trinkets in your room from, like, different places you traveled. And I personally, she like... me. No, yeah, like, and I think that that's so cool. But that's not something that, like, I personally do as much as you do. And so, like, for that example, you could be like, okay, like, you know, I like that I collect little trinkets from little places. Like, it shows that I... I'm appreciative of the small things in life. And that is a lot to say about a person. So like, for me, I appreciate that I like really good music, at least in my opinion, it's good. And I, I feel amazing when I'm listening to it. Like I feel cozy. I feel like I'm in my own little world. And like, literally no one can take it away from me. So when I'm stuck comparing myself to, for example, like a girl that I literally don't know anything about. All I know is that her Instagram is perfect. She's never looked bad in a picture. Quote unquote perfect, She's guys. way taller than me. Like, I'm 4'11", so it's, like, not that Tiny hard to be body. taller than me. It's not that hard to be taller than me. But, like, you know, I see someone that is, in all these ways, somewhat, quote unquote, better than me. You know, my mind tells Again, me that she is. it's all in your head. All in your head. When I'm stuck in that mindset, all I have to do is, like, pull, to pull myself out of it, except that, like, it literally is just a figment of your imagination. and. Yeah kind of let go of this control that you're trying to have on the situation because you trying to be in control of the situation is you trying to be like that person. Yeah. It's all about like control. I swear. Like you just have to literally let go of it, except that you cannot do anything about it. Like Mm -hmm. there is nothing that you could do. There is no amount of artsiness that you could try to have or embody or whatever. Like Like, such a short period of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're not genuinely interested in it, like there's literally no way that you can embody exactly Mm -hmm. what that person does. So the first step is to legitimately just step back and realize that and then go into what you can control. Again, back to like that whole scene of me just kind of getting my life together is what helps me feel more myself, more whole and more confident in what I know I can do. So like, Mm. yeah, like I can't immediately become this like person that I'm seeing on Instagram that I'm comparing myself to. But like, do I actually even want to be like, can I just be happy with like who I actually am and then Mm. grow from there based on what I'm genuinely interested in? Oh my gosh. My boyfriend was telling me about this little like analogy, I guess, Mm -hmm. where if your life was one card in a deck of cards and you have the opportunity to switch it with any random deck in the card, but they could have a way worse hand in you. They could be a slave in Pakistan. They could be a billionaire in the U S whatever it may be. Like, would you do it? Would you risk it? Or would you just optimize like the card that you have in your hand, which is your life. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I would just keep my life. Like why take the risks? Right. I love what you said, Emma, because Everyone has something that triggers them with serotonin and happiness and giddiness in like some way. For me, I love planning because even though like I'm not going to get it done right now, planning really gives me some peace. The other thing I really love is reading things that I've written in the past, whether it's poems or short stories or even like longer stories, Mm -hmm. because it makes me just reclaim that forgotten emotion and feel Mm -hmm. really like happy about it Mm -hmm. because I love writing and I feel like it gives me like a sense of expression that is so unique to me that no one could take away from me, like the integrity Mm -hmm. and sacredness of it. But also there's a point where after you self-evaluate, like what's going to help me get through in this moment, like this negative day or emotion that I'm stuck in. After that, you need to stop being so self-focused, so Mm self-conscious and simply find something, a community, a group, a church, a 
seminar, even a piece of work that you could lose yourself in, guys, because you need to stop looking inside and look externally. If you take a walk outside or you go on a hike and you just lose yourself in the beauty of nature, you're no longer going to be thinking about, oh, have I gained weight? Mm. Oh, do I have pimples on my face? Mm -hmm. You're going to be focusing on the nature and you're going to be filled with awe and inspiration. Mm -hmm. And that's what's actually going to get you out of this funk Mm -hmm. because there is a point where you need to stop like being selfish in a way with your Mm. viewpoint on life and realize that there are experiences you could have. There are people that you could lose yourself in relationships. You could cherish and grow that are going to help you realize you're you. You can't change that, but you can enjoy life to the fullest by indulging in everything that life offers you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, like I've experienced that definitely for myself I'm sure you have too like I had gone on a study abroad trip in high school and I was so so stuck in my head like a selfish little 16 year old thinking that I had gained all this weight I was constantly worried about how I looked that I literally was in Italy and wasn't even appreciating everything that was around me Mm. so sometimes it is literally just us being selfish us being self-absorbed not taking the time to look around us and appreciate what we do have yeah stop and smell the roses honestly it's such a cliche saying but it's so true like you literally just have to stop and smell the roses get out of your own head and help somebody else and like it can be a confidence booster to like help other people. So it's like, it's a win-win situation because you're helping someone else, but it's also helping you in return because you got out of your head, you did something good for someone. And obviously it's going to make you feel great about your actions. Yeah. Community service is always available guys, Mm -hmm. but not even that, like you don't have to volunteer at a food bank or dog shelter. You could simply reach out to someone. This is something I do all the time Mm -hmm. when I just feel overwhelmed by gratitude because I've realized how selfish I was for the past two hours that I was worrying about something I said to someone that made me sound like whatever. Mm -hmm. I will send texts to friends and family members and just tell them like, hey, I love you. I'm grateful for you. And this is why. Mm -hmm. And it makes you realize, wow, like I have such great people in my life that invest in me. Share any positive energy you can, like share any positive comments you have and start realizing how beautiful the people around you are, Mm -hmm. like in their whole selves, despite them having insecurities as well. Appreciate that. Also appreciate the card that you've been given in life and the phase of life that you're in you're never gonna be that age again you're never never gonna be in that year again Ugh, guys there's our a train. train honestly like what else do we expect <laughs> honestly i totally agree i totally totally agree and like you do this a lot to me like you'll send me like texts telling me you appreciate oh. me and it's the best and like i will do the same too honestly it's the best just seeing from a different perspective how much you actually do have yeah and again like i don't mean to just be like repetitive with this but like we're I mean we're kind of saying the same thing but like in different words yeah but (laughs) but I do think there is a lot of power in appreciating what you have who you have the other day I wasn't in a good mood I took the time to like drive around walk around by myself enjoy life and I came back feeling extremely grateful for everything that I had in my life for like our friendship for family, for our situation with school, like literally everything, even though like, yeah, nothing's perfect, but 
I have a lot to be grateful for and I can't mm. just ignore that just because something isn't going my way, you know? Yeah. Even like listening to a friend is a great way to show gratitude and like get out of your own head as well because you're taking the time and if it's especially if it's hard for you to be a good listener, like mm. this is so hard sometimes. Legitimately, it's something that I that requires intentionality for it me. It does. Okay, but that's the thing. Like if you care about someone, you will actually put in the effort to listen to them. So if you want to actually get out of your own head and appreciate the environment that you're in is going to take intentionality. It's not going to happen overnight. And another thing you have to realize is that you five years ago, you 10 years ago would be so, so proud of where you are now. Our friend Anika said this, Anika, if you're listening, we love you. And it really changed my life because I am so constantly in my head about where I want to be in the future. I feel so dissatisfied with the present. Obviously, this is an exaggeration. It doesn't happen all the time, but it happens a lot. And then I have to remind myself that middle school to SOM, high school to SOM would not even have dreamt to be where I am now. And another thing is, again, like, thanks, boyfriend, if you're listening for this advice. But anytime you feel like you have to do something, step back and think about the fact that you get to do that thing. Whether it's you get to complete an assignment because you're enrolled at a great university working towards an undergraduate degree that a lot of people can only dream of affording, or you get to participate in your organization that you got into that didn't have a 100% acceptance rate, or you get to clean this beautiful apartment that you have that your parents are paying for because they love you so much and they have that capacity, etc. Honestly, everything in life you get to do. There's nothing you have to do except feed yourself and have roof Clothe over your yourself. head. Clothe yourself. Yeah, protect yourself from natural disasters. Like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> like, we're surviving pretty well without having to do anything, really. Mm -hmm. But we get to do these things and we need to cherish them way more than we do. Yeah, that's like been my favorite quote as of late from Julian is that you get to do this thing because <laughs> shouted him out. But no, really, like a different way of looking at it that I never even thought about. I was like, oh, like I have to do this. I have to do that. But it's true. Like you are privileged to be able to do that thing, to be in that position, to plan that meeting, to whatever it is that you're doing in your life. It is such a privilege when we, again, like practice gratitude, even if it is like sounds cheesy, but like writing those things down as a reminder, it helps you to not even think about comparing yourself to other people because you already know, and it's literally listed right in front of you, what you do have and how you can make those things even better, how you can expand on what you have. In a way, the solution to comparison is gratitude mm -hmm. beyond yourself. A huge part of it is appreciating the other things that people excel at rather than envying. Mm. For instance, it's so easy to be jealous. It took me a long time, if I'm being super honest, to be truly happy for my friends because I was at a place where I was insecure about my own accomplishments and my capabilities. And it was hard for me to be happy for other people because I was constantly asking myself, why not me? Once you put yourself in someone else's shoes and you're like, wow, I'm so happy that she has this rocking body because she works out so hard. She puts so much work in that gym. She's a gym rat. Shout out to my friend, Kristen. She's that way. I'm so happy for her. She's so healthy and uh, I'm so proud of her. And I aspire to copy those habits for my own self. And I'm not envious because I'm genuinely happy. Mm -hmm. And also I think it's important to kind of turn the tables and be like, if I were in that position, 
What I want my friends to be sitting there in a corner, secretly envious of all that's happening in my life. How is that going to feel to the person who is literally in that position? Like, I wouldn't want my friends to be sitting there harboring bitterness towards me when I'm literally living my life. Like, you can't really help if you feel that way. And like, even if you are a true friend towards someone, you can't really control those feelings sometimes because they kind of just take you over. But like, think about it in that way if you're having a hard time being happy for your friends. And I've thought about this a lot because I've been in the same position, obviously, as all of us have. Like, you look at someone who's done all these things and of course you wonder why not me. But it's like, if you were suddenly a million times more accomplished, you would want the people around you to support that, to genuinely support that, to not be secretly thinking all of these things about themselves. And, yeah. and you know, like that, that for me puts it into a lot of perspective because when the tables have been turned, when I have done something great and when I see other people around me being really, really happy for me, it's like, okay, right. They're being awesome about this. And like, Next time they accomplish something, I'm going to return the favor and be that same supportive friend that they're being towards me. Yeah. And honestly, guys, why not her? Most people are good. Mm. Most people deserve the better things in life. And whenever you ask yourself, why not me? You're almost discrediting that other person. And you should simply be asking, why not her? Tangibly remind yourself of all of the reasons why your best friend deserves that internship offer or why your best friend deserves to be published in a magazine that is notorious for celebrating accomplishments of writers or whatever it may be. Being happy for other people and sharing in their joy even if it is not your direct benefit is literally an art that you should master in this life because you're always going to be surrounded by people especially as we grow older growing upward in your career in your relationships wherever you live etc you need to start mastering the art of sharing in other people's joy but also being like a very community oriented person and not so individualistic selfish in your ambitions and simply self-serving because everything you do in life it's going to take a village to get you there. And that's something you're going to realize more and more as you're growing up. You didn't get that internship simply because you were amazing. You got it because a recruiter like helped you out because someone like told you about that company, etc., etc. You're not going to get promotions or books published or organizations started up or businesses started up all on your own. Even social media is a great example of this. Every follow, like, comment, all of that contributed to your success. And so I definitely think you need to start owning a facet of humility in your life that's going to take away from comparison and add to awe and appreciation. All right, so we're going to move on to our last segment. Truly obsessed. We literally say this all the time with each other. If we're liking literally anything, even if it's a bag of chips, we will say this. Love. I'm truly obsessed with these chips. And hot chips are a thing. <laughs> we yes. sat at the table today eating our hot chips. I hated the vibe. I'm but not literally eating hot chips with a fork. fork. Yeah. She honestly, doesn't like those red fingers. Or chopsticks. Of course not. Like, honestly, who would? Like, you get your nails done, you're not going to have red fingers. Like, please use a fork or chopstick. I really will change your life. Um, but today, we're going to talk really quickly about things that we've been obsessed with. 
particularly songs this week, just because we've been so obsessed with music and finding new songs to listen to, to drive to, get ready to, whatever it may be. Okay, I'm going to take it away with a really basic song right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm going to say two. The first one is Heather by Conan Gray. Mm-hmm. I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Good. I saw his performance on James Corden. He absolutely killed it. Okay. I have been listening to so many YouTube covers of this song of people with angelic, just no auto-tune, no correction. It's absolutely beautiful. I love the song, Heather, because it takes me back to high school. (laughs) It reignites something in me that's so innocent, Mm -hmm. but also so full of like wonder and desire. I genuinely love his voice. I love the words. It's so poetic. It reminds me of Heather Delilah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's sad, but it's angelic. Like Emma and I, we kind of like sad songs sometimes, but because they're emotional and beautiful because of that, like they lack superficiality. And that's what I love about sad, more like alternative indie melodies rather than like pop songs mm-hmm. but I will say oh my goodness Sean Menes's song in his album like I truly truly love it I'm so excited for his album guys if you're a Sean Menes stan please relate and subscribe to our podcast I love Heather honestly listening to it when you get ready it makes you feel like super cute for some reason it's like ah, like I love it um As but fine, <laughs> honestly yeah for some reason lyrics of that song are not that sad to me <laughs> I don't know oh I just Gosh. It just sounds so like because the melody is so pretty and light, and it just reminds me of spring. Anywho, um, I've been obsessed with "My Whole Life" by Alina Baraz. It's obviously a girl singing; it's Alina, but I feel like someone is dedicating this song to me. As I get ready, I'll listen to the song, and I just feel—I don't know—it's such a weird thing. I feel like. There's a guy in my room and he's dedicating the song to me. It's a very, very good song if you're in a relationship. Currently, I'm not, but it does make me feel very, like, excited for love. You know what I mean? Like, in the distant future, honestly. Super good song. Yeah, she's been playing Elena Barraz's Barraz, I'm not sure. Her album, Nonstop in the Car, like, it's all that I listen to. But now I'm going to go back to folklore because... Obviously, like, I had to give it a break because I didn't want to get tired of it right before Halloween. I wanted to be able to listen to it, like, all of this week because it's our last week of Halloween, October, whatever. Mm. So, going to go back to folklore this week, prepare, because I'm putting it on my speaker. Super duper amazing. Love that song. Listen to it if you have not. Also, Joji. Ooh, like you do? Like you do. Oh, my God. So, that wraps up our very first episode of Before We Make It. We hope that you all enjoyed everything that we had to say. Hopefully, you did. Hopefully, you related to some of it. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.